0: welcome to cryptid crossroads 505 i'm larry and i'm vince welcome to the show where we talk all
1: things cryptid sasquatch aliens hauntings and anything paranormal you would like to share with us you can reach us at
0: cryptid 505 at gmail.com so
1: settle in open your mind and enjoy the show
0: Welcome to Cryptid Crossroads 505. We are here in the studio starting episode one of our new venture, right. Cryptid
1: Crossroads. The newly branded CR505.
0: That's right, CC, CCR505. CCR 505.
1: 505. See, we're still learning ourselves.
0: That's right. So th- it's taken a while, but here it is, folks. And uh, we're glad you had patience. I know some of you have been reaching out to us and... Asking, where could we find it?
1: Right. <clears throat> now, we, we, we've talked about this for a while, the rebranding. We feel the name is uh, more appropriate to the content we put out. That's right. And uh, that way, people who search, they could find us rather than the other name Late Night with Larry. Because if you search Squ- Sasquatch, that probably won't come up. That won't
0: come up. And, and that's why we rebranded. So if you're uh, new to our podcast or listening to our audio, um, you know, audio or new on YouTube... First of all, we want to thank you for listening. Welcome. Second of all, we want you to hit the subscribe button. And last but not least, reach out to us. And you can do that at cryptidcrossroads505 at gmail.com. And uh, we have a little tradition for those of you that have never watched us on Late Night with Larry. Now that we're Cryptid Crossroads, every time we do a podcast, we we salute you.
1: Right. we 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 toast you now, this has been a tradition since early early on right? so
0: early yeah I I'd say almost the very first podcast Yeah, so. now uh
1: it's it's no secret we We have a few drinks while we're doing our podcast that's I right it's, it's our days off, so we like to relax a little and uh you know it's what do they call it? liquid courage helps the conversation flow
0: it helps us talk about the Cryptid things that haunt us.
1: It helps us talk about the things that scare us. That's right. Anyway, this is to you guys. To you. Cheers. Cheers. Ah. Ooh, that's good. Not only cheers, welcome. Welcome, everybody. Now, since this is um, episode one for Cryptid Crossroads 505, let us tell you new listeners a little bit about our podcast. Right. Now, a little bit of the background. Um, oh, a couple years ago, I, I went camping with my kids up in the Hamas Mountains, and uh, we had an incident. There was two Sasquatches. What I, I, I mean, I, I've seen the shadows, the eyes. I, I know what I saw. They came to visit the camp, and they hung around until we abandoned the camp. But anyway, that's that's what got it all kicked off. I I went home. I was I was freaked out. Uh, a couple of days later, I told my brother about it, and he. Convi- I didn't want to go back, but he convinced me to go back. So we went back, and his first time, we had a little bit of uh, audio activity, and I was pretty cool. But uh, ever since then, it's. Um, I'm not afraid to go back anymore. Sometimes I do get scared out there because, out in the wilderness, you realize how small and insignificant you really are you do and uh but it's it's become more of a passion because we both we want to know the truth we 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 want to know more and it's expanded from sasquatch to uh aliens we we see some crazy stuff in the skies up there
0: we do we do and and he's right it took me some convincing to get him to go back up to that mountain but uh i just wanted to have the same experience he did whether whether I crap my pants or or I run for my life right <clears throat> this is just something that I thought wow man what a cool thing to experience I mean I watched the Bigfoot shows all my life, you know, uh, the, the Bigfoot series, uh, Finding Bigfoot and all the documentaries on Bigfoot. And growing up, you know, in search of was where I first got exposed to this creature. Right. The Patterson. Uh, yeah, they, they did an episode on Bigfoot and I thought, what? It's no way that exists out in the woods. Right. And uh, ever since I was small, I've been in, you know, intrigued, right. uh, interested in the I, subject. I think
1: we both have been since, right. since and, we're uh, young. And then um, when I was in the military, my dad had an experience. I didn't find out till years later, right. but uh, I thought that was pretty neat. And just uh, over the years, I've talked to credible <clears throat> witnesses, so that's piqued my interest, interest even more. But we're still the kind of guys who... Um, You know, we really got to see it or experience it for ourselves. Yeah, that's right. And then when I had that experience, it blew my mind.
0: Yeah, and uh, I want to see, I want to have the same experience. And, you know, and we we do talk about other things because uh, we both lived in a house that was haunted. Mm -hmm. So we do delve into the uh, paranormal, the hauntings. Right. And... uh, we, we've had a couple of guest speakers when it, we were late night with Larry that told us about their haunting experience. And uh, I have a couple lined up to tell about their ghost experience now that we're cryptic crossroads. Right. And uh, we're just giving you a little back background of not trying to
1: bore you, but right. of, of, of how, how, we, how, how we, we got to where we are. Right. Now, <clears throat> when we were, my brother convinced me to go back, uh, we went back a few times, and then it, it's become more of a passion for me because I want to know more. I want to know the truth. I want, And also, I want to know that I wasn't crazy. Right. But when we go out there, it's about, what, a two-hour drive all the way up to our spot?
0: Yeah, to our spot,
1: it's at least two hours. So we always... <laughs> I mean, we, we talked the whole time driving up. We talked the whole time there, the whole time back, not only about Sasquatch, but, but everything. We talked political crap or, you know, what's going on in the news. We talked, hey, i tell him, hey, I know this guy that this happened to or whatever. Right. And that's when my brother got the idea to do a podcast. He's like, man, we could just record it <coughs> as we're going.
0: And, and I got the idea because... Um, I was reading articles and I heard how podcasts are like just blowing up. And one of the articles said there's a lot of podcasts out there, but they said, but they still haven't touched the surface. Right. And you could think of it, just think on YouTube, how many videos are uploaded to YouTube daily. And that's how podcasts are now. And it seems like a lot of people put the TV away and would rather listen to podcasts or watch YouTube you know
1: right well with the podcast you could have your earbuds in and still do whatever do something else That's
0: right you're you're not stuck in front of the TV
1: you can multitask Yes
0: you could you could be active in the gym outside or just cruising even and uh you could listen to some of your favorite podcasts right, right. there
1: You could listen to Cryptid Crossroads, Crossroads 505 know. that's well, right you're, pumping iron. that's right now uh when we we're talking about launching the podcast uh a friend of our sisters had a a concept idea about doing like a a show and she wanted to call it late Night with larry kind of like a talk show right so we already had that name in the queue so we ran with that right but uh as we evolved, we've always talked about changing something more appropriate. Then we uh, decided we're trying to hit 100 episodes before we rebrand. Right.
0: And, and uh,
1: But as we got into the 90s, we wanted, let's rebrand now, let's rebrand now. Right. And when we were ready to rebrand, there was a lot more than we thought <coughs> involved. And
0: it wasn't easy changing over. Uh, you know, we had to find a new intro, a new outro, new backgrounds, and... Uh, it wasn't an easy task because when you think about cryptids, you know, you're like, well, what, what truly is a cryptid and the paranormal and how could we fit this into our podcast? Now, everyone has their own ideas, but I really put some thought into this because I want when you listen to our show or when you watch us on YouTube, I wanted to draw your attention and I want to pull you in. And I want you to be interested in the stories we tell or right. the experiences we've had. And if I could do that, then I didn't waste 30 minutes of your
1: time. Right. Now, we we, we <clears throat> like to talk about our experiences. <clears throat> we have an area up in the Hamas Mountains that we go to, and uh, it never fails. We, 99% of the time, we have something happen, whether it be up in the skies with uh, something unexplained, or uh, right. we find big footprints, or or even one time we had something touch a truck and uh, a big handprint left on there. And, I mean, we hear screams. We hear, well, I've heard tree snaps. I, I, I've heard them talk. That's how close they were that first night. It's some kind of language. The only way I could explain it is like a caveman language, but right. And but uh, anyway, that's what we talk about a lot of the time, but we also want to get your stories. That's right.
0: Most important thing to us is getting our audience to reach out to us. Cause I know everybody out there has a story and I want you to tell us your story right. and we'll broadcast it to the world.
1: We're we're like kinda like radio DJs. We're here putting out our, our message or whatever and we're hoping out there that someone's listening to us. That's right. That's why we're asking for feedback.
0: That's right. So anytime you leave us a comment, shoot us an email, and just tell us how we're doing or like my brother always said when we're doing the other podcasts, tell us if we suck.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> but when we get a a good comment or something or somebody wants to come on the show we don't put this on the podcast but in the background we do the happy dance that's right we'll show that at a later date that's that's that's
0: a, that's a different <laughs> podcast and you know and uh that kind of sparks and lets you know the background of where we started and where we're at today and if like i said if this is your first time listening we don't want to bore you with too much of that background but you know thanks for giving this shot thanks for listening right. and we're and we're going to bring you some good content
1: right now, now what now what are we going to talk about tonight now you sent me a video of uh ufos in uh tucson
0: yes did you what did you think of that
1: you know what uh, first of all when me and my brother see videos or we hear stories we try to uh, Listen with an open mind, and that's our philosophy here is have an open mind, because we cannot say, you know what, this guy's lying, that guy's lying, because we weren't there. We don't know. Absolutely, right. Because I'm sure people have heard my story and think, man, this dude's a crackpot. Yeah, Sasquatch (laughs) talking, walking around his camp. But, you know, it happened. I'm telling you, you I'm not trying to make you believe in Sasquatch, I just want you to hear my story and and those
0: of you that say uh, Sasquatch talking why don't you listen to the Sierra sounds right just just look on YouTube or any or just Google uh, Sierra sounds and something will pop up and
1: right right and that
0: that was from the 70s right and
1: and that is some intense audio that's all I will say
0: that's some of the best s- chatter that I've heard to this day right um, now now getting back to the Yeah.
1: now when I watched it, I watched it a couple of times, there's uh, several, I don't know, lights, they almost look like orbs. Or, or, uh,
0: yeah, to me they did look like orbs. and but.
1: but see, they're in the sky and, you know, the only thing that really makes me think it's not real is when there's a tree there and you could see it. In front of the tree, right? Instead of it blacking out behind the it, tree, it
0: should go behind the right. tree.
1: Right? See that? That's I, I noticed that real quick. Right,
0: and and like I could tell you from experience that we've been up in the mountains and we've seen what we thought, or what we can say, is a UFO or UAP because uh, just the way it moved. Uh, one night we were up in the mountains and we saw this. Bright shiny object in in the sky, making no noise. It was just standing still, and then all of a sudden, it started zooming off, and it came to a complete halt, and then it just zoomed off again. Right. And uh, we talked about this on one of our later late night with Larry episodes, and it was a uh, shortly after, you know, it zoomed right back, and and we saw what we believe were military jets that were up in the sky and. Uh, were they trying to locate it? Um, possibly. But the way it moved, uh, our conventional aircraft just doesn't do that.
1: No, and uh, it even zigzagged.
0: It did. It, now that was, see, that, that was, right
1: there is like, whoa, we don't have nothing that could do that. And it was
0: it was traveling at a high rate of speed, and it just like zigzagged. And I said, first thing I did is our older brother was with us, and I asked him, I said, did you see that? He said, I did. I said, Wow. What do you think about that? Yeah. And you know, and uh, he—he's—he's he's had his uh, UFO sighting, so he was like, "Yeah, I, I believe it."
1: Yeah, he's an <clears throat> uh, over-the-road truck driver, so he's out late at night, and you know, he sees things in the sky. Try—he—he's—he's
0: right. he's had some good UFO stories that he's told us.
1: Yeah, now. Um, What got us involved, really, with the UFO part of this is we're out there. uh, We would always go to, we have a a spot we like to call our spot. And we won't give up the exact location because it's kind of annoying when we go and somebody's in our spot. Right. (laughs) And they're jamming karaoke and the... (laughs) the spider music on it. But anyway, uh, what got us started is we went out there and we took my daughter and her friend and his grandson and they were, all three of them, they're teenagers at the time. They're laying in back of the pickup just looking at the stars and they told us, hey, look at that one, it's moving. We're like, what? That's what got our attention.
0: So ever since that night, we really look up um, and... (laughs) You could see every star out there because it's pitch black. There's no uh, light pollution from right. like the city. So you could really see the sky and you could see it clear. And like my brother said, we, we see moving stars. Um, some people say they're satellites, but I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. Satellites move in one direction only.
1: Well. The majority of the satellites, you can't even see them move because they they're in orbit with the Earth. With the Earth over the United States, because that's like your Direct TV, your Sirius, stuff right. like that.
0: That's right. So to see a bright object just up in the sky and then well, it starts moving, and then to see it just zoom off, that kind of makes you think you're like, well, that's too high for a helicopter, and there's no beacon on it. What the hell was that?
1: Right. Right. And, and and that's a dead giveaway because even military civilian aircraft, they have different color lights. They have the flashing beacon. And these are they just look like a solid light or. Right. Or even just if you're if they get close enough, they look like, a, I don't know, like solid steel. Yeah. Something it's something like like a stainless steel.
0: All I could say is I don't know what they are. That's right. That's now, why to me, they're UFOs.
1: Right. And, and there's always the debate. Are they ours?
0: are they theirs
1: right and who is they (laughs) right
0: and if any of you follow like the ufo community or the ufo documentaries you know exactly what we're talking about because uh recently like the ufo videos put out by the navy that were leaked and and supposedly uh lou alessandro who talks about us having our own uh space program where we reversed engineer uh UFO technology, uh, and I think one of the first whistleblowers was Bob Lazare.
1: maybe who worked yeah.
0: at Area 51. He came Is out. Is he and, the one
1: with the crazy hair? Uh,
0: no, no. Bob Lazar, uh, he's real skinny, glasses. He's okay, the one that worked at Area 51. And right. He,
1: th- there was one on the with the crazy hair always. Talking about aliens
0: and stuff. Oh, that's a... Uh, you're talking about on ancient aliens? There you go. That yeah. <clears throat> no, that's not Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar was a... Uh, he was hired to work in Area 51, and he's, he claims that he was hired to reverse engineer UFO technology, and he said he's seen them up close. He says, he we have them. They're there. And uh, he was hired to work on them. And... He says we have them.
1: Not only that, they say uh, in these underground bases, there's also aliens. Yeah, that's what they say, but so. The majority of us will never know. We won't. Well, not anytime soon, but who knows, this may all come out, I wish it would. It,
0: it may, I wish it would too. And uh, we're from the New Mexico area, and we know that we have a Sandia Labs here, which are stories about aliens yeah. a- around this area. Uh, The most popular place, two most popular places in New Mexico is the Roswell crash down in Roswell and Dulce, New Mexico, supposedly where we have alien bases uh, located in the mountain. And they say these bases go down hundreds of feet and... uh, I don't know. And, and how, how do we get to
1: one? Right. And let's not forget about Los Alamos.
0: Los Alamos is a, uh, another lab. And, and like I told my brother, I think we have a lot of UFO activity here because of all the nuclear research that was done in New Mexico. Of course, um, you know, the atom bomb was dis- discovered
1: it, here. Right, yeah.
0: And tested here. Um, and I think once we started playing with those matches, that we drew a lot of attention. But but even before that, you know, we have uh, drawings that go back hundreds of years and the, stories that... They're in hieroglyphics. Yeah, that the, the star people had came down way before that. Right.
1: Even here uh, on the what, west side of Albuquerque, we have something called the petroglyphs. Right. Now there's drawings of UFOs there, and who knows how old that is. Right. And... Uh,
0: if you're familiar with the New Mexico area, there's a, a tribe south of a, a little town called Gallup, New Mexico, and uh, it's a Zuni tribe. And uh, one of their elders came out publicly on a documentary, and he talked about their tradition where they talk about the star people that came down, their star brothers that came down and, and gave them technology and taught them things, you know, and uh, supposedly some of their uh, kachinas are crafted after the star people. And uh, I thought that was very interesting. Not only that, almost every Native American tribe, uh, there's African tribes, there's just tribes all over the world that talk about being visited by the star people.
1: Right. Just look at the Anasazi and nobody really knows what even happened to them. Uh, Nobody does. Phone home and go home. What
0: right? I, I mean, that's kind of like the Mayans who also have, like, hieroglyphs. And that's one that's, like, blown up and talked about many times on Ancient Aliens is one of their carvings, rock carvings. They're like, it looks like an astronaut in a, you know, he's seated and he's blasting off. Right, right. And uh, so, <laughs> those are things we talk about on this right. podcast. And, and, that's,
1: and New Mexico's rich with that kind of... uh History, right? And uh, I, I don't know. I guess to us, it's the norm because we grew up with. It. We did.
0: We grew up with all that, and it, you know, to me, it was like, okay, yeah. But I always thought that was cool. I've always been into bigfoot, aliens,
1: uh, right? We've always been intrigued. Uh, we've growing <clears throat> up, we've been intrigued in all of the above. But uh, the only real experience we had was with the paranormal because of that house we lived in. Right, that
0: house was definitely haunted.
1: Yeah, and uh, growing up, there's an old army base outside of Gallup. It's called Fort Wingate Army Depot. And we used to go there as kids because we heard stories. And I think that's where I had my first brush with the paranormal. Right. Or my first real brush where I'm like, Yep, that's a ghost, it's nothing else, and it scared the crap out of me.
0: Right. I think I had my real, real first paranormal experience. wasn't in that house. It was when I first went joined the military, and I got together with some guys, and I didn't know what the hell we were doing, but we were playing with the Ouija board, and, and just some of the things that started happening to me uh, scared the shit out of me. I, right. I didn't touch it or mess with anything for quite a while. And uh, right, I I got a little scared on that one.
1: Right now, our, our grandparents, uh, probably on both sides, they were hardcore, you know, Catholic, uh, and they always. I remember on my mom's <coughs> side, at least, they're like, "You don't mess with that shit."
0: Yeah, I was always taught not to mess with it because bad things could happen. And right. uh, I found out the hard way. I was like a cat. <laughs> my curiosity got the best of me, and. I learned the hard way, and to this day, I still won't play with the Ouija board. Right. But uh, I know a lot of people do, and uh, I just say, just be careful what you wish for.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of our lessons in life, we found out the hard way. <laughs> I mean, look. We, Unfortunately. We go up to the the mountains <clears throat> looking for something two three four times our size that could bite our head off rip us apart and right and we're okay with that
0: we're all right with that we still go up there and try and lure it out
1: you know i I always joke with my brother i said if one comes out i'm going to walk up to it but you film it because if it kills me (laughs) at least you and my family will get rich on the footage or
0: or or who knows it may get him and then come after me but at least there will be something on the phone
1: or I hope he don't get me during breeding season. Maybe. Season. <laughs> we Ooh, won't share that video. That, I'm yeah, sorry. That,
0: that would be very 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 bad for you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Now I want to tell you real quick uh we talk about having people on our podcast guests. We've had uh people talk about their paranormal uh stuff uh mm, not a whole... We had a, a friend of mine talk about <coughs> man and Shadow People and, uh, and on the reservation, on the Laguna Acoma Reservation. We haven't had a whole lot of Bigfoot guests. We haven't. Now, I don't know what you guys are waiting for because I know off the podcast, you people talk to me about their Bigfoot encounters. Right.
0: And we know that there's thousands of Bigfoot sightings every year.
1: Yep. But what I was getting to is uh, I, I, I met a gentleman... And I talked to you off camera about this, how he saw a UFO, right. and he showed me the video. But the video was, uh, it was just stationary, and he said it just caught his eye. He said it wasn't a satellite, but he he has this app on his phone. It's uh, Star X or something, but it, it shows you, uh, and I think they, they use it in, in tandem with, like, telescopes and laptops where you you pan around and it shows you the... Constellations. Oh, yeah, the, the constellations. I've and, seen and, that. And, so it'll show you what's supposed to be in the sky. Right. And you could match it up and, hey, that's not supposed to be there. Exactly. So that's what he has and that's what he went by. And he started telling me stories about, uh, you know, the, what are those rods called? Oh, the dowsing rods. Dowsing rods. And uh, he, he, uh, he has a, a very interesting past with his grandmother. She was a, a healer, I guess. Yeah, in, in
0: Spanish they call it a cubandera.
1: Right, and um, it, it was just interesting, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to him a little bit more, see if he'd be willing to come on the podcast and share a couple of stories.
0: Right, no, and, and that's, that's what we want, because, you know, I'm sure some of you get tired of listening to us talk all day, so, you know, it's nice every other podcast, or every podcast if we can, to have someone else tell right. their story. I'm,
1: I'm sure you're tired of our corny jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Giggity. <laughs> Giggity. <laughs>
0: and uh but no, I mean there's a lot of things to talk about when it comes to Sasquatch Aliens and the paranormal. Right. And it seems like aliens are a hot topic right. uh lately just because everything's getting leaked. And and like I say, you know, there's people out there. Everyone has a little computer in their pocket with the camera attached. And it's so easy to film footage and upload it immediately.
1: But... Let's step back just one step. Right. It's not that easy because every time we've seen something in the sky or whatever, well, do we, we record it. No, no,
0: we're we're too busy looking at because it because
1: it happens that quick. It, well, yeah.
0: By the time you get your phone out to record something like that, it's over. It's over, and that's that's why when I see some of this footage, I'm like, well, you had your camera rolling and you caught it. it was you know, I I do question it, but. I, I do listen to the stories, but I, I could be wrong. People could right. just be filming something else, and well, a, lo- a lot of people have been filming something else and caught something in the sky.
1: Or not not only <coughs> with aliens, but, uh, well, the alien stuff, it seems like those UFOs stay out for a while. Yeah. Now, the Sasquatch... They're usually filming something else. Right now, a lot of the Sasquatch footage is family videos. They're out camping, and they don't even know if they caught a Sasquatch till years later.
0: And when they're reviewing all the footage, and they're like, "Whoa, oh, did what?
1: What or, is that?" Or somebody else, yeah. Right, just or still upload a video like, "Oh, we're over here at the waterfalls, whatever." And someone will say, "What's that in the background?" And they're like.
0: What are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then they start looking and start zooming in, and they're like, holy crap, we didn't even see that that was there.
1: Yeah, and and that just makes me wonder how many times we've been out there, and we haven't seen them, but they've seen us.
0: Well, probably more than we know, because, you know, as people have said, and... People know because they catch it just by chance on their video that they're elusive. They hide, they, they blend in with the woods so perfect that it's hard to find
1: them. Right, and there's always a theory about cloaking and how, I don't know, but right. they, they do blend in. But, I mean, you could be walking around and there could be a, a deer or a fawn in the foliage and you won't see them until they move That's or right. you step on them
0: right until you're right up on them and then they just scatter and then you get a heart attack cuz you didn't even know it was there. Right. And you're like, "What the hell was that?" Right. But they are they are sneaky creatures they are. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> yeah.
1: But anyway, uh we just wanted to give you a, an overview for the our new listeners. Our new name. Right.
0: <coughs> and uh, we thought we thought that would be a fair way to kick off the new podcast, Cryptid Crossroads 505, and uh, just give you a little bit of background. And uh, just stay tuned, because we got more content coming.
1: Right. We're, we're going to have a, at least a few more episodes of uh, our own excursions before they close up our spot. Right. For some reason, they close it up all winter. <coughs> yeah, well. And just to touch on this real quick, where we go... Uh, we, we've talked about the Valles Caldera, right. like being a sanctuary. Now, right. out of the blue, someone asked me, uh, he, he didn't even know, what is that place called, the, the something caldera? And I told him, he's like, that he said, that he's a hunter. He's like, man, that's some good terrain out there. He said, you think maybe, because uh, he asked me if I camp out there. I said, no, we can't <laughs> get to it. He said, do you think they, maybe they block it off for the Sasquatch? <laughs> and, um, I said, bingo I said that's a theory and he had no idea about the theory that just as a hunter that came into his mind and
0: that's that's the theory out there that there's a sanctuary out there Um and I've heard it you know can I prove it no because you can't get to some of that property it's locked up tight but that's the theory that there's a sanctuary for him out there and like we've talked about there's so much game out there there's so much
1: fresh water uh, there's so much it's, there's just so much to eat. We we've right. come across blackberry bushes that are overflowing with berries. Right.
0: So there'd be really no reason for them to be mobile cuz year round they could feed themselves.
1: And and during the winter like I said they lock it up so they have the run of the place.
0: They do. They they just ch- they chase all of us out and it's their territory. They don't
1: know we're sneaking in though. That's right. Don't don't tell no one. So we're going to start a GoFundMe for bail money. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anyway, thanks for listening to this episode, and that's what we wanted to bring you to, to you tonight. And, right, uh, and
1: um, don't forget to tap that app.
0: That's right. Anyway, thanks for listening. Peace. Peace. Hey, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. And be sure to reach out to us at cryptidcrossroads505 at gmail.com. Peace. Peace.